What's up, y'all? I'm Dr. Craig Wally, your host here on the Prison to Promise podcast, where I explore strategies formerly incarcerated people use to build a life of promise and avoid a return to prison. On this episode, I'm joined by none other than Panna the Guru and Mr. Clean. Panna the Guru, he was born in Panama, Central America, and raised in Brooklyn, New York. And Mr. Clean was born and raised in Rochester, New York, in the 19th Ward. While doing time at Green Correctional Facility in New York State, Panna the Guru and Mr. Clean met and became brothers. While in prison, Panna the Guru and Mr. Clean started the podcast, Speaking Through the Bars. You heard? Panna the Guru completed his sentence and has since been deported back to Panama, leaving behind Mr. Clean, who has completed 10 years of a 14-year sentence. Despite their separation of time and space and the restrictions of prison and deportation, Panna the Guru and Mr. Clean continue speaking through the bars, bringing inspiration to the listeners to find motivation within themselves to be great. You are now invited to listen to this deep and meaningful conversation with Panna the Guru and Mr. Clean, Bring the Noise. Now let's go. So yo. Thank, the conversation now. So thanks yeah, for Yeah, I'm here. Can y'all hear me? On the line. Panna, can you hear him? Yes, I hear him clear. Alright, alright. All right, I'm gonna go on mute. Alright, thanks. Thanks for hooking this up, y'all. Um, yeah, thanks once again for joining me, brother Rick, here on the Prison of Promise uh podcast. And um big ups to uh the brother Mr. Clean, um, who's doing um some time right now behind the wall there in New York State's uh, prison industrial complex in uh, Orleans Correctional Facility. We're born. Um, I was released from Orleans Correctional Facility back in 9-7. I've been out for uh, over 25 years, so I'm feeling your pain, Mr. Clean. Holla. Yeah, man, respect, respect. And so one of the things I'd like to do also, man, before we even um, get off of this is um, after we get done with this call, um, perhaps send you a copy of my book, Prison to Promise, a chronicle of healing and transformation. And you can read it and share it with the brothers amongst you. All right, all right. All you gotta do is connect me. I got you. All right, all right. Word is going. And um we got uh brother Rick right right here so uh he could be our liaison, you know, our conduit. But um what I want to do is, um, this is a different type of interview, so maybe you could just tell our listeners a little bit about who you are and what's going on for you. Well, my name is Ricardo Rainer, man, better known as Panna the Guru on the podcast. And um, we just, we getting ready to launch season two with the brother Cardell Sims as our first guest. We're launching December 26th. Dope, brother. Um, I'm excited about what we're doing. Me and Mr. Clean, we both would like minded individuals, you know, always in that lower library, you know, later for the yard, you know, we was just focused. We could have been easily caught up, you know, upstate, you know how it is no up there. Brothers is, is caught up in nonsense, still doing the same thing that we're doing when we're in the streets. Mm-hmm. You know, now I've been released for eight months. 
And um, unfortunately, after my uh, release from incarceration, I was deported to Panama. Mm. And uh, even though I'm, I'm deported, you know, my wife and kids moved down here. That didn't deter me from connecting with Mr. Clean and still doing our podcast and maintain, you know, pushing, pushing the envelope, man, for, for, for the cause, you know? Absolutely. You know, it was a blessing, an honor to come across you, Craig, you know? I, I, all morning today, all day yesterday, I was um, on YouTube and um, watching all your episodes. And um, I was oh, like, wow, this brother's amazing. This is a man with four degrees, you know? So appreciate having having us on the platform, doctor. Oh, yo, man. And I'm really humbled just to hear that from you. And um, so I, I'm really just um, excited to be here with you today, uh, Brother Rick and Mr. Clean. And so, uh, Mr. Clean, if you can, just go right into it, because I know you got limited time. Maybe you can just tell our listeners what you want them to know about who you are, where you're at, and what you hope to do when you get out of the joint. Hi, yo, my name is Mr. Clean, you know, from Rochester, New York. I mean, I'm serving a 14-year sentence. I got 10 men on that. Mm. Um, we started, me and, me and my co-host, Canada Google, we started this podcast speaking through the bars, you know, when both of us was incarcerated at the time, you know, it was no visits. It was, it was, it was no programs going on. It was barely y'all moving. You know, we was in one of the wildest correctional facilities in New York state, green correctional facility. I've been there. You know, and we found a way, you know, to, to stay out and stay out, to stay out the way and, and remain positive and do something that, you know, to set us up when we come home so we don't got resort back to what we know. Exactly. And that's the whole purpose here of doing this podcast. The same reason, trying to give brothers um, insight and light into another path that they can choose other than doing those things that led them to prison. You know? And so, uh, Panna, how much time did you do? Um, I ended up serving an eight-year sentence. This was, unfortunately, my second bid. Mm-hmm. Um, First bid, I did 13 years. I also was deported after that bid. And uh, my wife came, my girl at the time, came down to Panama, visit me. She married me in Panama. She um, ended up getting pregnant. So I decided to illegally sneak back into the United States. Um, when I went back to the United States, um, I was working a lot of jobs off the books, you know, and um, trying to, you know, provide for my family. And... Um, Dibbing and dabbing in, in the music industry, managing a few producers and artists, moved down to Atlanta. And, uh, you know, always had, like, pretty much got caught up again back in the streets and um, was sentenced to an eight-year eight year prison sentence, you know? Mm. And um, when the, when the, when the uh, system found out that I was deported, um, the feds came knocking on my door also. They came, rearrested me, charged me for illegal reentry, mm. and... Uh, they they gave me an eighty months, eighty seven month sentence. Um, lucky for me that the sentence was was ran concurrent, you know. So after I finished with the state, I was done with the feds. Mm-hmm. I was fortunate enough to come across Mr. Clean when I came out of the box um, and went to Green Correctional Facility. This was in the heart of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. That's why Mr. Clean just mentioned to you that um when we started this podcast. There was no yard movement that much. Mm-hmm. There was no program. There was no visits mm-hmm. because it was part of the pandemic. Yeah, you yeah. know, uh, hundreds of adolescent kids in the facility 
um, they didn't have a voice. Mm-hmm. You know, they had us quarantined. Mm-hmm. You know, they didn't give us masks till about six months de- deep in the pandemic. That's wow. when we finally received masks. Wow. You know? Wow. wow. So um, they still had pavilions coming in, mm-hmm. you know, um, our families couldn't come in, but they was coming in to work. Mm-hmm. The officers weren't wearing any masks. Mm-hmm. Uh, we started the podcast, and uh, once we started the podcast, and the administrate the administration found out after about maybe fifteen episodes. Wow, you know, because we was recording it on the jail phone. So once yeah, they yeah. found out, they started taking our tablets. They wrote us up tickets. Yeah, 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 you know, yeah. Trying to suppress the power trying to suppress the voices of the people, you know. And your voices have to be heard because people on the outside really don't know what's happening in there if they ain't never been in there. And they think, oh, it's all honkadori. These people getting treated fairly. They're getting what they deserve. But no, it's a very inhumane treatment um, 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 processes that people are undergoing in there, as you and I already know. But, you know, I'm thinking about Mr. Clean, too, because I know his, his time is limited on the phone. And so, Mr. Clean, is there anything you want people to know who might be listening to your voice? Yeah, I just want them to know that, you know, no matter where you at in life, no matter what you got going on in life, if you really want to do something, you can do it. You don't have to make no excuse for yourself. You don't have to feel like, Oh, I could do this tomorrow, or I'm gonna do this later. If you really put your mind to it, and you really do it, and you're really passionate about what you're doing, you're gonna foresee all the good that come with it. You know, so I go hard every day in here to show people that because I'm not out there with no computers, I'm not out there with no with no phone in my hand. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? All I got is the old way of doing things. I gotta read a book. Yeah, man. That, another book that lead me to another book yeah. and by the time I figure out what I want to get I don't learn so much more yeah. you know what I mean that's what made me and Tana the group get so focused and you know that's what made us you know spend, spend this stimulus check to start a podcast yeah. that's what made us you know be so hungry and so yeah. passionate you know we do this because somebody had to you know break the chain of you know mental slavery yeah. whereas the stigma of people from color I come from urban areas that's yeah. undeveloped. It's the stigma that, you know, it's tough to be in the streets. But, you know, the real the real thing is the tough person is the one who takes care of their house and their home. They wake up every morning and go to work. Mm-hmm. But that's some tough thing to do. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. That's and tough stuff. It's all right to be a, it's all right to be yourself. You don't have to be nobody else. Be cool with being who you are. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Strive hard to get yourself where you mm-hmm. want to be. And if somebody don't around you don't believe in what you want to do, then maybe you might not need to be around that person. Word no? is born. Word is born. And yo, man, I am just so excited to be here to help you and Panna the Guru get your voice out there. Panna done got sent back to Panama from the States and you behind the wall. But I'm part of helping y'all jump the fence, jump the wall, and put your voice out there. And so this is real revolutionary radio right now. And so anybody that's listening, this is different for the Prison to Promise podcast, but we're doing revolutionary radio right now, you know. And so Panna and or Mr. Clean, if you're still there, maybe you brothers can talk a little bit about um, what kind of support you have um, and, and, and what importance is 
uh, supports to people in prison and people getting out of prison? I mean, if you don't mind, can I go first? Son? Absolutely, absolutely. It's your, it's your, your boy, right. your show. All right, all right. Well, support is important for somebody who's in, who's incarcerated because, you know, you become a dependent. It's like not anything you want to do, you can't do unless there's somebody there to help do mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. And so it's very important to have a support team while you're doing this bad thing just to have that little bit of sanity and that little bit of shoulder that you can lean on. But when you come home, you know, everybody I talk to that, you know, that's doing something different with themselves that came home from beds who've been home 10 years, 15 years, 20 years, five years. You know, the main thing, you know, is that they say is that you gotta have, you know, something to come home to. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta have some type of plan already put together and you gotta come home and you gotta execute the plan. Go hard. And you can't deviate from the plan. And the people who are supposed to be there to help you with the plan are gonna naturally come in your life. Mm-hmm. And that, that's speaking truth, you know, just from my own experience, what you talked about, it just took me back 25 years. I had a plan. I executed my plan. Some people were there. Some people fell off. But then the ones I needed, they stuck or they were magnetized to me. And so you're speaking truth to power, God. Like I used to always tell Mr. Clean, we used to always sit down and talk. And it's like where a lot of brothers fail is. Everyone be like, oh, when I come home, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. But the reality is, what are you doing while you're in there? It's not about what you're going to do when you get home, but what are you doing in there now? To prepare yourself when you get out. There's brothers that did 20 years in prison, never read a book. Mm -hmm. You know, still have an addiction, you know, Mm -hmm. still trying to keep up the image that they have in the streets. Mm -hmm. And, um... Don't 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 want to accept change. Don't want to accept growth. Don't want to accept you know we're we're not adolescents. I was I was in Green. This was my second time in Green. Mm. You know, so when I got to Green, like wow, I was here in '96, '95. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now they bring me back here in 2021. Mm-hmm. So I felt like it, it, it. I have to be a voice for the youth. You know, mm-hmm. I have to try to mentor the youth. It's not about me anymore than right. just going in there and just sit quiet and, you know, stay out the way. You know, mm-hmm. I had to try to some, be some type of leader to the youth. Yeah, man. And when I met Mr. Clean, you know, he was he was somewhere else in another, he was in Kaksaki and he was in Auburn. He was in all these um, maximum security prisons mm-hmm. and he was thinking podcasting. I was thinking podcasting. He's from Rochester. I'm from Brooklyn. Yeah. And I've been around a lot of brothers from Rochester in the state. Yeah. I've been around a lot of brothers from Brooklyn, yeah. you know, and I could have easily chose a, a co-host from Rochester. Or I could have easily chose a co-host from Brooklyn, you know, but, you know, we ended up realizing how much we have in common. Mm-hmm. This is his, this is also his second bid, yeah. you know, and um, I'm like, you know what, brother, man, Let, let's get together. Let's, let's put our minds together. Let's stay away from that yard, mm-hmm. you know, and um, we done wrote Mr. Clean, how many people, how many letters we sent out? Man, we don't bro. Everybody can think of, man. Oh, Every man. day we send out at least 20, 30 letters. Every man. day. You know? Every day well, the facility. The thing I want to say is that, you know, since, since we started this podcast, me and my boy ain't been together since, but we've been keeping it going. Yeah. Like, when I was in green, 
we was on two different sides of the town. Then we was on the same side with two different, you know what I mean, houses who rent schedule was different. So it was like, you know, we had to find a way for us to get, meet up with each other every day and sit down and talk positive about how we can get this movement, positive movement moving forward. Yo, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it, it don't matter where you at. It yeah. matter what you do and who you surround yourself with. Yeah, yeah. And you said that earlier too. It don't matter what your circumstances are. It's what you do with it. It's how you get it. And that's what you said again. And so I truly believe that because again, my life and many other brothers' lives who've come out of the penitentiary, and let, me, let me not forget the sisters too, have had lives that are testaments to just what you're saying. They, they put a plan in motion. They work that plan. They develop that plan. And when they get out, they have some seeds that are growing and they're ready to go forward and make something happen in their life. And they don't deviate. And like you brothers are showing, it's all about what you want. And y'all have made it happen and are continuing to make it happen. And again, I'm so happy to be um, a part of this movement, you know. And so what are some of the things, man, that y'all would share um Say some some wisdom that you probably would share with your younger self if you were um, ten years ago or twenty years ago. What would you tell yourself that's different than today? You go first, Mister Clean again. All right. Well, you know, I tell myself um, that it might not be the easiest route. You don't have to rush nothing. You know, you, you got leadership quality in you. You just got You just, it's going to take a little bit for you to see it. Mm. You know what I mean? And I tell myself, you know, never get down on, you know, your losses because there's only harder lessons. Mm. And that mean that is something that in there that you need to learn. Yeah. So I, I would have told myself that a loss is okay. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Only if you learn something from it. Yeah. And if you stay focused, you're going to make it out to be what you want to be. It right. just have to determine why. Right on. And the loss, in that in that sense, really turns out being a win. I had a lot of people that followed behind me. And I felt like, you know, if I would have played basketball, they all would play basketball. If I would have played football, they all would have played football. Mm. So it's like, you know, I would have I, I directed myself in a whole other route and I would have myself way more focused, way quicker. Mm -hmm. Sometimes, you know, when you that age, you think you got it figured out, and you think people who older than you don't know what they're talking about, and they don't know what's going on now. But with what you don't know is that it's just the same thing, different players, and the game changes, but it's the same basics. Yeah. So if you up with the basics, they know exactly what to tell you to get back straight. Yeah. And if you listen to what they tell you, you're gonna be ahead of everybody else in your class. Mm. That's wisdom. Um, again, kind of guru, man, Craig, honestly, um, I'm the oldest of eight, eight siblings. So what I would have told myself back then would have been, I would have told myself if I had the opportunity again, like never be shy or embarrassed to, to look for help or mentorship outside of home. Mm -hmm. You know, I never had the big brother. I never had the... That my dad wasn't around, you know, to, um, to 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 find guidance, you know, to, to have someone that could help me with my education, mm -hmm. 
whatever you know i knew and um it's like look like i left panama when i was three years old i'm 47 years old mm -hmm. you know my papers my papers were never fixed you know and um right now i still have a pending appeal on my criminal conviction and i have a pending appeal on my immigration status mm -hmm. you know mr clean been pro se for the last 10 years you know fighting his appeal you know and um it's like now i know to have patience now i know to um to know my value you know what i'm saying to know how much what i'm worth what what i got to offer you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. and um you don't have to be a teacher. You don't have to have a degree to be a teacher. That's you know right. what I'm saying? That's right. Uh, don't get me wrong. You know, you got the PhD. You got four degrees, so you would definitely... They, like, you, I heard you say something like... You realized that you were smarter than some professors. Yes, sir. That, your professors, you know? Yes, and it's like... Um, I was an IPA throughout my whole incarceration on both beds, you know? Mm -hmm. I worked in transition service, you know, trying to help brothers out. And it's like, I wish I would have invested or had someone that would have that would have looked at me and said, "Yo, you know what? You know, let me let me guide this kid before he he he, he self destruct." You know, mm -hmm. by the time I was sixteen, I already thought my life was over. At eighteen, I was already, you know, charged for murder. Already had an immigration warrant. You know, so. Um, I just know now, like, that it's important to guide the youth. I can't save it. We ain't going to be able to save everyone. Right. You know, but, um, if we could just speak to one or two of the kids in the community, especially in Rochester, you know what's been going on in Rochester oh, yeah. for the last couple of summers. Oh, it's yeah. extremely violence out there. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm, I'm excited that when Mr. Clean come home, you know, he's going to be a vessel. He's going to be a voice for his community. Absolutely. You know, you know what I'm saying, Mr. Clean. But, um, you know, we got tablets now, so we get to um, we get to see brothers on podcasts, you know, on the tablets now. So yeah. we saw, me and Mr. Clean saw Cardell Sims on the tablet while we was in prison, and now, look, we interviewed him. Yeah. You know, we saw Andre Norman on the tablet, and now we speak to Andre Norman on a daily basis. You know, yeah. he's ready to do something for us right now as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, um, Travis Ritchie, he's another one, you know. He's supporting us, you know. Mm. Now we got Dr. Craig on board, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, um, things been folded in place for us. You know, um, we're, we're grateful. We, we appreciate it. And um, we're going to put in the work, you know. Um, you already December put in the work. That's right. That's right. You're already putting it, it in, reaching out across the bars, through the bars, over the fence. And this right here, what we're doing right now is evidence that you're putting in the work, you know. So I appreciate your work, man, as, as well. You know, and I want you to stay in touch with me because I want to be able to do whatever I could do to help further your cause, you know. Thank you. And one appreciate of the things um, I want to ask you, both of you gentlemen, that I ask a lot of people is if you could... Uh, capture your journey to this date in a title or if you could put some words on a on a billboard that um 
captures your journey, what would that say? If it was a title of a book or something capturing your journey, what would that say? Mine, mine, mine will be an integrity because everything I did with nobody was what I should matter to me most, you know? I'm going to ensure that. Dig it. I'm going to ensure that, you know, that straight line, you know, keep, you know, so I can't, I got to be somebody who's trustworthy, that, you know, for people who come home, who, who they get talk to and get a guidance on, yeah. you know, how to afford it. Yeah. That credible messenger. Come take them up and drop them off to school because they ain't have a ride that day, something like that. You know, like, so integrity, man, because it means everything. When you look yourself in the mirror, you got to be able to trust that person first. Absolutely. Michael Jackson told us that, you know, when he wrote that song, I'm starting with the man in the mirror. That's right. 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 Um, I asked for me, I would say um, patience is a virtue. Mm. Take it one day at a time. Um, your losses are your, is a lesson. You know, as long as you learn from it, you know, you won. You know, mm -hmm. you didn't lose. Mm -hmm. and, um, and, um, I will also say It's not a, it's not, is is listen to the message, you know what I'm saying? But don't judge the messenger. Mm, right on. Right um, on. A lot of the young kids sometimes don't want to listen to us mm -hmm. because they, you know, we came out of prison mm -hmm. or they seen us doing what we're telling them not to do. Mm -hmm. Or they just think we old heads and we don't know what we're talking about. Right. Correct. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. There you go. Mm -hmm. All of that us would have be been there. Back. I miss, we missed that. What'd you say, Mr. Clean? I said, that's exactly right, man. You're right. You're right. You hit that. You hit the nail right on the head. Right on, right on, right on. So listen, man, we're coming up on the end of our time together. But what I want to do, uh, Mr. Clean, before you go, is ask you, if people want to reach out to you, how can they reach you? And Panda the Guru, I want you to answer the same question. All right, well, you know, as you Speaking through the bars, man, if you Google it, everything we all gonna pop up, man. Speaking without the G, S-T-E-A-K-I-N, through, T-H-R-U, the T-H-E, bars, B-A-R-Z. Look us up, man, add us on the gram, share, follow, subscribe, tell everybody, tune in, man, because it's gonna be epic, man. We appreciate you for having us, you know, because what you're doing is dope, man. We're, we're glad we could be a part of it. And I'm glad y'all could be a part of it as well. And I'm also honored and hum humbled to have y'all on here. And also, Mr. Clean, what if somebody wanted to write you and they wanted to reach out to you directly? How could they write you? Oh, man, yeah, man. They got the J Pay. They can, they can look up the J Pay. Uh -huh. Download the app. Email me. You no know, videos. Mm -hmm. You know, my only thing is people email, so you know, email, send a stamp so I can respond back. Right on. You know, reach me at my PIN number. Yeah. 14B3076. Mr. Clean. Right on. You know, I still remember the DIN number that they assigned to me, 90B0400. Came, mm. came in through Elmira. Never forget right. it, yo. Right, um, right. 
But remember, it's the number that they gave me. It ain't my number. Right. Right. You know. And how about for you, uh, Panna? Um, like Mr. Clean just mentioned, our Instagram, um, speaking to the bars, my personal Instagram, Panna the Guru, T H A. Um, you can also hit us on the email, speaking to the bars at gmail.com. Um, what else you can reach us with? Um, LinkedIn. Thank God I, I signed up for LinkedIn. That was the best thing that ever happened to me. It's a dope platform. Um, speaking to the bars on LinkedIn. And, um, my brother, man, Rashad Harvey, man, 14B3076. You know, his ID number is like my ID number. You know what I'm saying? Every day we sign up. We sign up for the Lord Library for like four weeks ahead of time. You know, mm -hmm. we just sign up four weeks straight. So he right. knew my right. numbers. Right. I know his number. Both of us are going to miss one. I got to keep both of us signed up. That's what's up. <laughs> That's what's up. Tag team in the system. Figuring out ways to squeeze through the bars and find the cracks and crevices. What you brothers make me think about is a quote by Bruce Lee who said, be like water, be formless. You know, because water, no matter what vessel you put it in, it becomes that vessel. You know what I'm saying? Whatever the levels are, water can exceed it if you don't put a cap on it. Water can either trickle and be soft or it can crash and be dangerous. So you brothers make me think about water. Y'all are finding the crevices. Y'all are soft and y'all are hard at the same time. Peace to y'all. Peace, man. Thank you, Craig, for having us on Promise to Prison, man. Mm -hmm. And um, it was a pleasure. It was an honor to be on your platform, big bro. Absolutely, and, um, bro. Appreciate what you're doing. You know, big shout out to your wife, to your two kids. Thank you, you man. Know, you, man. You know, I've been studying you. Uh, and I'm not embarrassed to say I look at you as a mentor, as man, a big you, brother. You're making me feel so humble, man. man. I told you it was a pleasure and an honor to come across your page, come across your platform. We'll be in touch. Absolutely, and, Lord. Um, like I said, yeah, man, man we, can't, we can't wait till we get you on ours, man. We appreciate you for having us, though, man. It's, it's, it's amazing, man. It's epic, man. You know, keep Absolutely. striving, man, because... You know, your limits is the only one that you put on yourself. You're going to get fired. You want it, man. Just keep going. Absolutely, God. I'm definitely going to keep going. And I do this for the people that nobody else is doing it for. And that's us. We are members of a unique fraternity. You know, just like them Greek members and all them fraternities and sororities, they rep for each other. I rep for those of us who've been impacted by prisons and jails. You heard? And so... We just heard that one minute, one minute left, man. Mr. Clean, man, appreciate you calling in. Absolutely. With, um, enjoy your day. Hold your head, man. Be great in there. Lead like you always do. And um, I'll hit you on the email in a few. And um, once again, Big Bill Craig, man, enjoy, man. Blessings, man. No doubt, Mr. Clean. I'll be reaching out to you as well on the JPay. I already got an account. Yo, yo, Kevin, man. Like you don't. Hear from you. Don't cry. Keep focused, man. It's epic. No doubt, God. You stay up. This was big for Rochester. This was big for Rochester, too. Absolutely. Man. Absolutely. I'm from Genesee Street, it's Genesee Rochester. and Magnolia. You know, it's a new day and age, man. Dudes going to show class now. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, y'all. So with that, I'm going to call it a wrap. All right. Take care, Greg. I'll be in touch, big bro. All right, brother. I'll be in touch as well. Peace. All right. What's up, y'all? 
Thanks for listening to the Prison to Promise podcast. If you or someone you know would like to share your story, please contact me by email at drcraigwaleed at gmail.com on LinkedIn and Instagram at drcraigwaleed and on Twitter at Craig Waleed. I hope to hear from you. Be well. Peace.